Welcome to the Valley View Podcast. My name is Caleb Chamberlain, and I'm the pastor here at Valley View Church. We are so grateful that you are joining our church family as we pursue the Lord's heart and His plan for all of us. It is our desire to grow, and we are excited that you get to join us in this adventure. So grab your Bible and prepare your heart to seek God's face and all that He has in store. Well, this morning I'm going to speak about identity. So, that's a pretty busy slide right there. But what I really want to talk about is what, whose, and who for identity. What? We can get our identity from what we do. We can get our identity from whose we are. And we get our identity from who we are in Christ. Yes. And so, down here in the what is the flesh, the body, and the enemy, that's the place that he works in. Because he either takes the body with pain or pleasure. That's the realm, and he's trying to affect the soul. And also, when we see the spirit, it's working in us also. But it's also trying to affect the soul. To live above it. See that line right there? The blue line. God wants us to live above the blue line. He wants us to live by the Spirit. And we get above that blue line, the next step for us is eternity with a new body. And when we walk by the Spirit, we get the fruit of the Spirit. Down here in the flesh, it actually is the work of the enemy, still kill and destroy. We don't want to be down there. We're going to start in Genesis 2-7, verse A, first part of it. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. So, the body. Dust of the ground. But you know, the body can be used to not glorify God, and the body can be used to glorify God. It can be used to glorify God when we walk by the Spirit. If we walk by the flesh, we aren't going to glorify God with our flesh. Now we're going to Ephesians. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among these also we all had our manner of living in times past, and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Not a very good place to be. Because when we walk according to the um, spirit of this world, we are actually working with the enemy, bringing his steal, kill, and destroy fruit. But that's not where God wants us to walk. He wants us to walk above the blue line. Genesis 2-7, in the second half of it, it said, God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. You know, in Scripture, there's other places it says God breathed. The Word of God was God breathed. And it also says, 
that the Word of God will never go away void. You know, the Word of God it will never die. It's always going to be. And also the breath of God that breathes life into man's soul is always going to be. God's breath doesn't die. Man's soul doesn't die. So it's, it's interesting to me um, that, uh, that the, the soul of man without the spirit is always going to be alive, but it's not going to be alive with God. We want people to get over the blue line so that they get a new body and are ever with the Lord. In, in Psalm 1610, it says, For those wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. That's Jesus speaking there. So he, he made available the new birth. And with the new birth, it keeps our soul from um, leaving it in hell. Yes. So we're, we're, we want to look at how do we get this new birth? We, we want this new birth. We want to get over the line. And Romans 10, 9, and 11, we're going to read it. That if thou shalt confess thy mouth with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth him in him shall not be ashamed. So by our confession, Jesus is Lord. He becomes Lord in our life, and we start to walk by the Spirit. Because His Spirit, when we're born again, comes in us. Or once again are alive. You know, there's a lot of times that it says that God came and turned the earth upside down. I believe that. Because we were born into death, and He turned it upside down. When you're born again, that you can live in life. Life eternal. So it's flipped upside down. We want to be above that blue line by the Spirit and have eternal life with a new body. So Galatians 5 says, when we're walking by the Spirit, here's where we're at. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Those are the fruits that we're really looking to walk in. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Wow, there's no law against those things. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its afflictions, affections, and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So we just don't only want to live in the Spirit, we want to walk in the Spirit. We want to we wanna walk so that we see the fruit. And, and when we confess Christ as our Lord, we can live above the line by the Spirit. And then the next step for us is eternity with a new body. That just to me seems amazingly wonderful. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... 
He is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. We are changed. We're no longer the same. We have a new identity in Christ. Ephesians 2.10 For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. His works for us are written in Scripture, but only by the Holy Spirit can we do the works so they are pleasing to God. Without the Holy Spirit guiding, we can, we can do exactly what the Scripture says, or try to. I don't think that we can really do it without the help of the Lord. But they won't be pleasing to the Lord. We don't want to come to the point where he says, I never knew you. Instead, we want to be in the point where he says, I, you have always been with me, following me, listening to my spirit, guiding you. That's where we want to be. Galatians 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. It is. That's what I wrote. It's very, very powerful at new birth. Christ now lives in me. Christ now lives in me. You know, it used to say that, we'll get into that somewhere, that he was in their midst and it was powerful. But now he's in me. How much more powerful. Yeah. Our faith is in him, not us. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him who strengtheneth me. I want you all to repeat that with me. You ready? I want you to say it with enthusiasm like you mean it. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. You know, I can do whatever he leads me to do. And what he asked me to do, because he's leading. I can't do it on my own, but with him, I can do it. I can love God. I can love my neighbor as myself with his help. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and his marvelous light. We need to look for these opportunities that he's providing us to actually shine forth his lights. I mean, we need to seek them out. He's given them for us, but we need to seek them out. And then step into it and walk into it. And I sent Lisa something that uh, the president at where we work sent, and it was sort of along the lines that uh, when God asks you to do something, he doesn't look at your bank account. He looks at your faith. Wow. Say that again. Yeah. When God asks you to do something, he doesn't look at the size of your bank account. He looks at your faith. Psalms 139.14 
I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Do we believe this? Yes. yes. Could this be part of the God breathed into us? Because it says something about the soul knows it very well. When he breathed life into man, could he breathe this part into us that we know it very well? My soul knows it very well. That I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a wonderful work of God. To say any less of yourself is probably sin. We want to agree with God. Zephaniah 3.17. Let me read Zephaniah. <laughs> I don't very often. But I do every now and then. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. You know God likes loud singing? Because he does it himself. Yeah. And I, I, it just makes me want to rejoice when I know that God's rejoicing over me. I think that's pretty amazing. And he's doing it with loud singing. Wow. And, and it says here, this is the one that I was referring to. It said, the Lord your God is in your midst. He's not in our midst anymore. He's in us. He's even closer than our midst. And a mighty one who will save. So we have the mighty one who will save in us. That's pretty amazing. Romans 5.8 But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He made it available for us to live above the line. While we were still sinners, he said, okay, Christ is going to die for us that we can live above it. 1 John 3.1 See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is it did not know him. You know, some people say that uh, they don't really believe in God because they haven't heard enough about who he is. But when we really get into seeing who God is and when we start hearing who God is and how much love he has and how he wants to spend time with us and all those things, those are the things we need to share with people. I mean, in how much he wants to give us life, how much he wants to provide healing, how much he wants to provide everything we need to walk according to the way he wants us to walk. He has it for us. We just need to say, okay, God, if I'm not, we need to repent and turn and say, okay, I'm ready to walk with you again. And not only that, that we can be praying for them. Yes. That the Lord would, yes. would give them a heart to ask him. Yes. yes. 
Yes. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. So here we can see that it is available to glorify God in our bodies. And a lot of it is just by praising him. And if you want to boast anything, you boast in the Lord. I mean, people around you might not understand you, but they might say, oh, wow, something's going on. I'd like to know what's going on. Yeah. Matthew 5.14 You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And here is another opportunity. I want you all to confess with me that we are the light of the world. You ready? We are the light of the world. That one hill cannot be hidden. Thank you, Lord. I like it. Yes. You don't put it on a bushel, huh? Yeah. Ephesians 2.8 For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God. As Jesus brought us grace. He brought it. No. He brought it. He gave it. It's a gift of grace that we should be saved. He wants us to be saved. He wants us to live eternity with him. John 15, 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me, I am in him. And he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And, and he says, bear much fruit. What fruit is this? You think this is fruit of the Spirit? Yeah. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, on and on and on. I mean, that's what it is. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the victory comes through walking with the Lord. It's not trying to do it on our own, but he makes us victorious. When we follow and walk with him, he makes us victorious. It's a great place to be. Romans 8.2 For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. It's great to be set free from the law of sin and death. It's an amazing accomplishment that Jesus did for us. No other way. Colossians 3.12 Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. Isn't that an amazing place to be? You're God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. And this is what he wants us to put on. Compassionate hearts. Kindness. 
humility, meekness, and patience. Patience. Who the new man is right there. Compassionate heart, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. That's what he wants us to put on the new man. When you put on the new man, that, you know, we put on clothes every day. And uh, these are the things we should also be putting on every day. Our new garments that he's given us. Just a couple more. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13 says, For I know the plans you, I know the plans I have for you. Who's speaking? <laughs> Declares the Lord. The Lord is speaking. He has plans for us. Plans for welfare and not for evil. He wants good for us. To give you a future and a hope. We have a hope of eternity with a new body with Christ. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. Oh, God's going to hear us? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? You will seek me and find me. When we seek him, we're going to find him. That's what he says. That's his promise to us. Seek me and you'll find me. When you seek me with all your heart, he wants to be sought with all his heart. Before, above everything else, he wants us to seek him. And he hears us, and he wants to be found by us. Sort of like pay, playing hide-go-seek, and uh, you're hiding, but you really don't want to be hiding, you want to be found. <laughs> yeah. This is the way I picture it. He might be hiding, but he wants to be found. Like yes, just like that. <laughs> I'm not here. Who? <laughs> Ephesians 4:24, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. We do this daily. We put on the new self. If we don't do it daily, the new self kind of gets lost. If we do it daily, we keep putting it on. I mean, the adversary. We have an enemy, you know. He's working down there on the uh, flesh down there. The, and uh, he's always trying to say, <laughs> you aren't really a new self. Remember that thing you did? Oh, he's always bringing... I repented of that, and Jesus paid the price for that. And I am a new creation in Christ. Get out of my way. Amen. I mean, that's where we walk. And the last scripture we're going to look at for today, or this morning, is Ephesians 2.6. And raised us up with him, and seated us with him, and the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We should look at who we are from a heavenly perspective. This is our identity in Christ. We should be up here above the line looking down. Not below the line looking up. We want to live above that line knowing who we are in Christ. We really want to walk in the who. We're, we're 
the who's were, were his because he breathed life into us. That's the who's. I'm his because he put his life into me. That's who's. But the flesh, you know, that's kind of dust, ground, dirt. And, and you know, it's interesting that ground, that dirt, that flesh is going to be left behind because we're getting a new body. So that's the part of us that we reckon dead anyway now. We start reckoning it dead now because it is dead. But it can still glorify God when we walk through the Spirit. So we give Him the praise and the glory for what He's done for us, that we can draw close to Him and live a life that's pleasing in His sight. I'm going to pray for us. And Father, we do give you praise and we give you thanks that you're with us and that you have accomplished so much for us. Help us to walk fully therein. Help us to even picture ourselves, Lord, as you picture us. How you see us. How you sing over us loudly. Even, Father, when we can be walking in sin, you're still singing over us loudly to bring us back to you. You don't want us to stay there. You want us to walk in freedom and in victory. So I thank you, Father, for continuing to bring to our remembrance the things that you have accomplished for us, the things that you're doing for us, and the things that you have for us to do. That we would walk fully therein with great joy and rejoicing. So Father, help us to be lights that shine forth to all those that are around us. Help us to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength and our neighbor as ourself, Lord. As we go out this week, Lord, help us to look for opportunities to shine forth for you to help people be able to walk out of darkness and into light. So we give you praise that you made it available for us to do these things with you. Help us, Father, to cleave unto you and to walk mightily with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.